On this week's episode, Visit Orlando's Magical Dining breaks records in 2020. Who was the 21st president of the U.S.? Don't care? Well, we're going to tell you anyway. <laughs> we close out the year with one hell of an industry party. And UCF's own Susan Boucher brings the black and gold. I'm Susan Boucher, and you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you tape from Del Frisco's. We're back, back in the Eagle's Nest. In the Eagle's Nest. <laughs> Yes, we're back in our in our old stomping grounds. Our Eagle's Nest private dining room is where we are recording today, which is extremely exciting. Ending the year right, yeah. Back in our stomping grounds, we've been improvising around the restaurant for like the past. We've been gallivanting for sure. Yeah, yeah. we really explored all the different rooms. We got to our see makeshift this studios, but now we're back into our our original studio, surrounded by wine. How do you feel, Selena? Is it called Eagle's Nest because we're on the second floor, so we're high up there, like an Eagle's Nest? Sure. Mm-hmm. Also, double eagle. So, but could it be on the ground level? I mean, I'm sure it could. It could be like mm. tucked away somewhere. Some nests, well, like think about swans, like they're not up in a tree. Like they can do their nests like on the ground. Yeah, that's deep. Okay. I'm, I'm debating. <laughs> I was trying to connect it to Orlando and make it about swans. Good See, job. Good that job. was full circle. Anyway, we're back. We're excited. I love this space. It's one of our favorites. Hopefully, we don't have like cleaners coming by anytime soon, making all the noise. But I feel good. How do you Yay. feel? Feel fantastic. Good. I'm so happy to be in the Eagle's Nest again. All right. Well, this is episode eighty. Our final show of season two. The final episode. And you know that wow. I have some things about 1980 because, well, I make my own segments around here. Yes. So let's <laughs> just go. That. <laughs> <laughs> I just need, need a little support. Um, okay. Here's my first question. We're pulling the audience. Everyone's involved. Lightning round. How much was a loaf of bread in 1980, Selena? Okay. Well, if the minimum oh wage my gosh, she has to think was like it. 280, then a loaf of bread, I don't know. The minimum wage was not 280. Because like my minimum wage was like 213 when I was 90? in for like. Okay, I'm going with 280. Okay, 280 for the loaf, for of, bread. loaf of bread in 1980. 79 cents. Okay, Susan, I'm going to go 79 to 99. Okay, <laughs> so it's 50 cents. So m- much like the wrapper, 50 cent for a loaf of bread. Okay, next question. Keeping on the pricing game. This is fun. Are you guys having a good time? I am. I'm um, blessed. All right, here we go. Selena, going to. You, I'll go to Dave first for just so <laughs> that you have something to go a off of. Thanks. Yes, because that way you're not totally <laughs> off. David, price of a gallon of gas in 1980. Oh, man. Wasn't that like the oil crisis? What? You would know. He was following. Oh, my gosh. So it could be like really high, but maybe like... Give me a number. 87 cents. Okay. Susan. Dollar nine. Guys, you don't win anything, so it's okay. okay. Go ahead. Selena. I'll go in the middle at 95. It was 122, actually. Ooh. So um, we almost got back to that in the pandemic. It was like 165 one time. Um, okay. Two more two more questions. These are because of Christmas is coming up. We're giving toys. Susan, an Etch-A-Sketch was how much in 1980? Oh my! I will say seven dollars. Okay, Whoa, Selena. I was gonna say twenty. Okay, four dollars and fifty cents. It was four dollars and ninety-seven cents, David. Ooh, Very nice. <laughs> Last one. We're starting with you, Susan. <laughs> Do we just start with you again? No, uh, sorry, Selena. It's you. Rubik's cube. Do you okay. know what that is? Yeah, it's smaller than an etch sketch. So if an etch sketch is like five, then a Rubik's would be like three. Okay, David. Seven bucks. Okay. Six dollars. It's nine ninety nine. What yeah. is happening? Did you guys have Rubik's a good time? Rubik's cubes were hot then. Like you, but so was Etch a Sketch, and that has more technology than a Rubik's cube. It's just a block. It doesn't have. Technology. Guys, this wasn't meant to be like a fighting thing. This was meant to be fun. So here <laughs> okay, we are. this is proof of how terrible I am at guessing and estimating. It's Do you the only ever watch Crisis Right growing up? 
I do. I'm ba- I don't I know what the it. price is, right? I don't look at prices. I buy what I want. Like, I don't look at that. You're so That's funny. It's bad. I don't. I need it. Like, it just costs how much cost. is gas? Who cares? You need it. Like, it you have matter. to have it. Like, you can't, you're not going to walk everywhere. Right. You can't right. negotiate <laughs> gas prices. Right? I don't, I don't, and then the only thing I ever failed in school was a math class. And people went up in the front of the room where, like, the whiteboard was. And every we had to list the entire class how tall everyone was oh, in I relation hate this to. Game. I lost all of them. I was off by like a foot for everyone because I don't know. I don't a know. Foot, Selena? <laughs> I I just guess like oh the whiteboard's like five okay. Feet. Can we play this game just very quickly? How tall do you think David is? Taller than me, and I'm five five, so he's like five eight. I don't know. How tall am I? Shorter than me, so you're like five one. I'll take that. Heck yeah. <laughs> like, how tall are you, Dave? Five eleven. See, I don't. Pretty close. That's good. I can't. So I can't guess. But you know how tall you are, so that's but, all that matters. But it, it affects me and my day job now because I, you're supposed to like look in a look at a room and tell say how many people could fit in it, or look at a room and say how many people are in it. And I can't do that. I have to count every single person. I can't. Okay, guess. so David, next time we have a meetup, don't ask Selena to be in charge of do how many not. people are there. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're not in charge because you I'll always count. exaggerate. So like normally there's like 12 people. He's like there was like 45 people at our at our meetup. Like very optimistic. So yeah, maybe last I'll night, be in there charge was, like, of 285 numbers. people. There was not. 285 people. We'll get into the holiday party okay. later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect, uh, we recap the networking events that make up the Orlando's meeting and events industry. Uh, we bring on the fairy job mother to talk about the available jobs. We chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossip. And the best part. Actually, it still says Peter here. <laughs> Gotta remember to change this. <laughs> you have one job and it's the script. <laughs> well, I, I finally put it in like five different places in the script. If you're expecting Peter, you're gonna be very upset. There's no Peter Ritchie. We, or not Peter Ritchie, Peter Maggio. <laughs> that was like 20 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. And probably still says that. But we have Susan, Susan Boucher of the Rosen College. Boucher. We have Susan Boucher of the Rosen College. Thank you for finally correcting me on that because I probably. How long told have you been doing that? <laughs> He's like, but there's an R. I don't. It sounds very French, right? It is, yeah. Is it not? Did you like the way I whispered the correction? Yes. He's going to take it out anyway. Yeah, so right. it'll be, it'll, it'll, it won't even be in there or all this stuff that we're talking about right now. It'll something, fr- I mean, it just reminds me of how I was like, bring me back something French. We'll bring her back Susan. There you Yay! go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora and Amazon, everyone's favorite place to order things in the holidays. People love that Amazon. I think that I am very lucky thus far. I'm going to knock on wood that I've received things that I've ordered. Like most, and I felt really good about myself. And just just for a moment, let's talk about me. I did all my holiday shopping at like the week of Thanksgiving, so I'm done. And you did it all online. Yeah. I only say that because I had a friend who really tried this year to buy, like, support local, support small business. She tried really hard, but it's not easy. One, Mm-mm. it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. Two, it's difficult to, like, find and go to these places. Yeah. Like, they don't all ship everywhere. And it's just harder, and that sucks. My small business, I did a lot of Etsy. I tried oh, nice. to I, I like tried to do here. that just because one it's still ordering online two I don't actually have to talk to somebody and three they're usually pretty good at communicating and if there's a problem then they always fix it. That's David, where'd you do your shopping? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't started I still have yet. A few days Did the go. girls get their boots that they wanted? No, they didn't. I don't know what happened with the boots. I got to get your follow up on that. Under the tree. Maybe. Your wife already got them. You just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with your hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram, which is blowing up. 
You we did guys. it. We did it. We did it. We did it. That's her happy dance. We're at <laughs> over 500. I'm so we got the, like the blue check mark thing. Yeah, no, there. that's or, cute. It's like any day now, I feel it's like. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll be uh, We're at 501. Oh, so we got another one. So nobody unfollow us. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, like I will find you. Yeah, <laughs> you'll break her heart. <laughs> <laughs> this is the holidays. Don't do this to me. All right. I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew of Buckle Hospitality. Joining me to my right is Selena Mullinex. Regardless of where we sit, this is just my seat. I was just thinking, like, we came back to this room that we haven't been in in months, and we immediately, you sat to his right. Assigned seats. (laughs) But now, also to my right, is Joe Truitt. I guess I could always be to your right if you go full circle. And you know, another deep. I just I feel wow. very inspiring today. <laughs> yeah. So also to your right, yes, Joe Truitt with Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse, our stomping grounds today. All right, and then we have our guest. I'm going to let Selena introduce her so I don't mess it up again. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I mean, it's an that's an easy one. It's, two it's not Steve. <laughs> yeah. So joining us today, we have Susan Boucher with Rosen College alumni for the foundation. Very I'm just nice. say all that because I know there's a lot of words in there. Actually, you did very well because I think I have the longest title in known to man. Oh, that's nice. Does uh, it fit on your business card? In two lines. Mm. On, and on the back. And on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a run-on sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> I am the assistant director of alumni engagement and annual giving for Rosen College Hospitality Management. You're right. right. You win. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. But it's very clear. At least we like we understand what you do. What you yeah. Do. Whereas I kind of was like, okay, cool. Like, what does that mean? That could be anything. Right. So I, I shorten my nickname. I call it um, the boss. <laughs> the boss. <laughs> For those of you out there, no. <laughs> I just call myself an alumni engagement officer. Okay. So engagement has you know multiple meanings. Yeah. It's a hot word. I engagement. Like it. Right. People love it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's only been a few years now, so <laughs> maybe 2021 we'll get married. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, we always start with the question of the week. Okay. And this week's question of the week is, what is your favorite thing about UCF? And we'll start with Selena. All right. Don't judge me because it's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> How am I going to answer this? <laughs> okay. Here's my answer. You can play off this one. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, so my favorite thing, the first thing I thought of is the colors are black and gold, and I look good in black. The end. Well, now I really have nothing to say. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you, I chose UCF because it was in the middle, so it wasn't USF and it wasn't UF. It was in the middle, and that's why I chose it. My dad was in Tallahassee at the time. My mom was in Tampa, so I chose middle. Yeah, I guess I guess we should say for the people at home, UCF is the University of Central Florida. Yes. Yeah. For Hungarian listeners and our oh, right. mm-hmm. listeners in Australia and whatnot. That's where three of us, the two of us went to college. Yeah, so my favorite thing about UCF is all of you. Aww. Aww. I really have nothing else to go off of. Don't make it like a compliment thing. It's like I have nothing else. But no, yes, you are my favorite doing. part about UCF. <laughs> Love it. Tearing up. Well, all right, Susan, that, you're next. That's so sweet. I'm a Sour Patch kid, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, my answer is probably the same as yours, Joe, because okay. I think my favorite thing is the people, mm-hmm. and the people encapsulates a lot. That's students, soon-to-be students, um, faculty, staff, leadership, alumni. Um, that industry- mascot of yours? 
Nitro, yeah. amazing. Everyone loves um, Nitro. Yeah. But I think the people of UCF is probably the most amazing part of UCF. They put out a lot of good people. I will say that. I can I can pick point them in a room. <laughs> you could tell. Uh, you went to Rosen, uh, right? You clearly <laughs> didn't go to Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> you look really hot and black. Are you, are you yeah. also from UNF? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> David, what do you got? All right, I'm going to go with on-campus tailgating. Ooh. That's my favorite part. Okay. Yeah. Just before the football games, just having some beers, and you can do that on our campus at UCF at the main campus. I don't know if you can do that at the Rosen College, but they're just doing it on a Tuesday. They do do it the right way, the legit way in class. I'm tailgating for class. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. All right, so let's move on. So now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. And we just came back from an amazing industry holiday party just last night. In fact, we were covering this morning. Yes. That's why we kind of are all over the place. (laughs) It's not like it's normal that we're all over the place. It's because we drank last night. Um, We had a great time. We celebrated with several other organizations. I remember running into Randy Lowe at the very beginning of the event. And and he was, you know, we were joking around about how people were like, oh, you shouldn't have this many people. And, you know, all of these haters saying things. (laughs) And And I said to him, well, wouldn't we be the best people to try it out? Because like we want live events to come back. So don't you think we're going to do it right? You know, like to be around a group of people, that's the people I want to be around are the ones that want to make sure that we're moving forward and we're able to do these live events. So I felt extremely comfortable the entire time. The venue was incredible. Uh, so we were at yeah, Canvas out at Florida Mall. It was a really neat space. I've never even heard of it. And to think this. of it being, you know, basically a whiteboard that they can do whatever you want to do in. And then you walk in and it was just incredible from from head to toe just the entire space was extremely well utilized the flow of everything was wonderful um you know there was so many kind of like interactions that they had i I was talking to selena we went over to one of the food stations surprise and there was um the the interaction it was for the cottage pie and so he was like making in front of us and brulee the cheese and just like it was just such a really, I mean, it was just yeah, incredible. It was puffin stuff, right? Was the mm-hmm. caterer? Yeah, they yeah. did a great job. They had that little dessert station. And so we're like, we're not going to go there. And so we did. Mm-hmm. And they had little eggnogs and little hot chocolates. So oh, Selena I got that. a little, oh, yeah. We mm-hmm. got a little boomerang action. It's in our group text because we could figure out how to save it. So <laughs> delicious food, great people. I thought the music was fantastic. That was yeah, that I, group was so talented. They were good, and I like the uh, what was that photo thing we did with the swings? Oh yeah, who I don't was know that? Called. I don't know. Okay, so I'm just gonna Slayers. go back. I'm looking it up real quick too, but I'm pretty sure the food was all by Millennia Catering because I know the menu was designed by Chef Lowe, so it makes sense then. The desserts were definitely puff and stuff because I saw their puff. their okay. name yeah. on so that multiple one. Multiple caterers, gotcha. yeah. Okay. No, so all the catering, like the food, food was all Millennia and the bar. And then the oh, dessert they did the bar too. Okay. was puff. Okay. And then the cool swing thing. So the swing itself was event effects, which was all the other decor too. But the actual photo, like boomerang printout photo thing was um, Luna, which is fun planners. planners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one. So, so it was basically a collaboration yeah. of a bunch of um, independent, I will say, small business owners getting together and putting this event together for our industry. And what I love is the people who attended, we had about 100 people, mm-hmm. and the people who attended either are in the industry, are furloughed in the industry, or are no longer in this industry but wish to come back one day, so they still showed up. And mm-hmm. that's what I loved is they're not giving up hope. They're still staying relevant. I was talking to somebody who told me, you know, he unfortunately had to leave this industry for now he does not like his current job. He wants to come back, but he listens to swag so that he can stay 
in the know with That's awesome. this industry. We like this guy. Yeah. yeah. Good guy. He's I like his pants. Good guy. So. <laughs> good guy. Yeah. All right. Also, we had the Experience Kissimmee No Handshakes. Yeah. So that was earlier in the week. This was a virtual interaction. And I tell you, when Experience Kissimmee grabs onto something, you know it's going to be good, whether it's in person or virtual. And they are still killing the game even through a uh, computer screen. So this was on Wednesday morning, so a little 10 a.m. midweek pick-me-up. And um, we had, let's see, guest stars were uh, Steve Klimanakis was there, um, Heather Pilcher was on there, uh, myself, and then some some other um, contacts that maybe we weren't as familiar with. We had some people from Tampa with the Bucks on there um, and some more small businesses as well. So it was really nice to meet some new people uh, and get that interaction, but they played all kinds of games. So we did a poll at first that was like, yes or no. And it was just like common holiday things like eggnog, yes or no, you know, like fruitcake, like all those kind of things. And then we played a game. So much like the um, MPI virtual event that we did where we had the trivia at the end, we did holiday trivia. So one of them, well, we did experience Kissimmee trivia first, and then we did holiday movie trivia. Yours truly top winner of the holiday what was the question that you won on well there was a series of 10 and i had the highest score at the end okay so one question okay so i know i mean you should what town was a wonderful life new york i guess anyway it was bedford falls so it's just like not (laughs) like yeah well like i like i know these things made up right yeah it's not a real place okay okay (laughs) but i think it it is like new york but um yeah no so i mean there was all kinds of fun things but it was really funny because the questions about kissimmee I don't know anything about history. Like you probably would do well, Dave, because like you know random things about history and mm-hmm. and all of the stuff. But I didn't know anything. Also, did you know that Chester Arthur? Well, who's Chester Arthur to you, Selena? Nope. David, President of the United States. Right. Exactly. So who? <laughs> yep. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> so it was president the question Arthur? was no. The question was like which president stayed at this certain inn in Kissimmee. So I it was, but it was like. George Washington, this made-up president, Abraham Lincoln, and Barack Obama. So, of course, I'm like, obviously it's Barack Obama. This other guy's made up, and the other two, like, weren't around when Kissimmee was founded. But Obama wouldn't stay at an inn. Well, okay, I I didn't think Chester Arthur was a real person. I thought that was the name of the Cheetos guy. So I was like, I don't really – obviously, I would pick – I was wrong, clearly. But Heather Pilcher and I were both laughing because we're like, I don't know. Like, why do we not know these things? But anyway, she won overall for um, the whole game and got a little shout-out there. And then it was a good time. I just want to say Experience Kissimmee knows how to keep people engaged, interacting, so many laughs. Um, I really appreciate what they do for our community. Did Great. you do it via like Kahoot or? Yeah, it was one of those online. I think it was Crowd.live is what we. So time matters also. Oh, yeah. So it's not like you can just sit no. there and think, oh, okay, let me do, let me have some thoughts. Yeah, let it's me not who wants to be a millionaire. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's like, hey, Chester Arthur, whatever that is. Like, here, here we are. <laughs> okay. All right. Then did, we- I'm surprised. You, well, I'm not surprised that you knew that it was a president, but like. When- but like, did they teach you that in school or did you teach your kid? Why do you know that? He's like political. I do but, like the, the But you just know all the presidents and like how it happened and everything. I could probably name every one of them. What? He was a yeah. vice president before and the president got assassinated. And so he moved into the presidential role. I had to Google it afterwards. I still didn't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, mom? I am. I have index cards. That on one side is a number, and on the back side is... Oh, my gosh. And it has a president? The president. Why do you have those? Uh, so Your kids are older. Okay. Well, we used it when they were younger, but sometimes oh. just for fun. Now it's a drinking game. Now it's a little <laughs> bit of a drinking game. Um, 
And we like following dinner, I'll pull out the index cards just to be funny now. But it really was to line them up in order and see if how correct you were. Because if you think about like through decades, you can sequence them and then you put the sequences together and then you can learn them in order. And you chose so, to do this when yeah. you were a stay at home. No one told you you had to. Well, it's kind of, <laughs> I'm just so. Selena I like, and I are not coming over for dinner. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're going to lose. Oh, man. 21st president. Okay, yeah. He's, so he was- We pulled up Google, guys. So he's he was the 21st president of the United States. And the 18th- Like, what? No. Anyway. He's a real guy. He's from New York. He's a real legit guy. <laughs> Did right. Selena say moving on? Moving, yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> no, what is right. happening? Let's talk about the Visit Orlando webinar, which usually we're not fans of webinars, but there's a lot of information. Well, it was the yes. annual meeting, right? Uh, so let's talk about that for a second. So the, <laughs> the formalities of the annual meeting lasted a whole 42 seconds, and it was probably as long as Chester Arthur was president. I don't really know. But <laughs> it was at the very beginning, and... We've been talking about this for a while because we're like, well, they have to vote in the new board. And I was like, well, if the chat's disabled and you can't use your camera and you can't raise your hand, like, how's that going to work? So then they go to to do the actual vote. And I was like, how are they going to do this? They did a poll. I was like, clever. Okay, great. The poll was up for four seconds and I didn't even get to vote. <laughs> I was real quick. The answer was yes or no. That, those were the like, only nay. choices. I wasn't like trying to make the choice. I was just trying to click something and it was yeah. not even up for four seconds. Was and it a trivia game? No, it, it was just, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have the right Too time. Slow. Too slow. But they're like, well, the, the vote is unanimous. And I'm like, yeah, because four people got to vote. Like there wasn't even, it was ridiculous. But so I raised new, my uh, hand. board president? They don't have one yet. Oh, wait, no. president the of board. the board. Oh, I don't know. That's what you're voting on, right? The board? It was like the new members of the board. Yeah, but nobody was the chair or There's the no president. Chair? They, it's a repeat person. So whoever it was last time is the same. But they don't have like a new Georgia gal yet. But they did right. thank him profusely for like four minutes. But they <laughs> plan on having a new president and CEO in January or February. Yes. Those are their choices. I will say we don't like webinars, but anything that Daryl Cronk touches is gold. I love that guy because he doesn't sugarcoat anything, and he's, like, so real about all of the facts. And we didn't listen to the whole thing, um, but at the holiday party, we all kind of were chatting about the message, and it wasn't a positive one. I mean, the year 2024 was thrown around way too many times for my liking, but that's that's Daryl, and he's being truthful, and he's telling you what to expect. And if, if we get back earlier, great, but he's not going to set that expectation anywhere that it shouldn't be. Okay, so they're saying that the industry will be back in 23 or 24? Is... Well, I kept hearing 24. Okay. I, I've heard a lot of, even though it'll come back as an industry in like 24, Orlando, because we're so great, will be 23. Like something like Orlando is a year ahead of. And that's really and that just back at like 19 levels. 2019, yeah, yeah, which we don't know what that level was because they did not tell us the visitation they not, number. They will not tell us that number. No one's ever going to find that out. If I don't get a Coke bottle delivered to my office with a number on it, yes. I'm going to have to raise my hand in the next yes. webinar. Who's our? Who's the person now for the for like membership? We need to ask them to send us, the well, three of us, Coke bottles with the, just us with the numbers. Just yeah. us. Well, I was on a Visit Orlando committee call and I asked, I said, you know, we're getting a lot of people asking us, like, what were the visitation numbers? Are you planning to share that at the annual meeting? And they're like, oh, we haven't thought of that. Let me bring that up to the rest of the team. And I'm like, you haven't thought of that? Come on. Is that something that only Visit Orlando can 
create or can't we just go to like MCO and get the number? Well, dude. Uh, well, it's not just people flying. It's driving to. So then like DOT. I don't know. They figure Someone. it out. I think it's just an estimation. Visit Florida can tell us. I don't know. Someone I'm pretty sure that we can tell people what it is if we right. want. Like Wikipedia does whatever it wants. Why, why can't we? We just want to know if they broke the 75 million of 2018. And I think they I did. I think they did. They had to. 19 was extremely strong for then, so many reasons. Then it drops to 20 million probably this year. If you even. think it was that much? Ooh, that's high. Well, I mean, people are still coming here. It's 25%. I mean, based on occupancy rates, I wouldn't think. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Hard to um, say. Kind of. In the first of, two months, we're busy. That's true. You know, so. Just the yeah, that's true. Actually, when you when they showed the numbers, the first two months we were busy, and then even the couple months after that, because so many hotels were closed, we had less rooms available. So that's why our numbers looked higher. But to me, I think about like the UK and all the people that come to Disney. Like that is a huge portion of yeah. the visitation numbers. So even if Brazil, but having them that. having those parks closed for several months, like that will. That will be a huge part as to I would we could go ahead and put bit, put bets on it whenever we okay Let's so I think there was she's ready yeah I'd like to submit my quote I'll say seventeen million for twenty twenty yes seventeen million voted on twenty and you just I'm gonna 20? go twenty million twenty for twenty twenty for twenty okay oh what do you think Susan I'm thinking lower around twelve yeah. twelve okay Ooh, okay oh dang I was gonna say fifteen but now maybe I should say ten well. Again, there's no prizes going out. So, 10 mil. okay, ten mil. All right, come so on down. We've got it. <laughs> All right. um, kind of related to, but maybe not really. Um, you know how when you are at MCO and you're on the little trolley thingy, and then Buddy Dyer comes on. Mm-hmm. This My time, part. it's a new message. He's updated the message because of COVID. Again. Well, just because of COVID, it says like you know, oh, okay. we're safe. We're safe. Yeah. Does he sound yeah. muffled when he's speaking because he has a mask on? I don't. I haven't so, been to the airport but this year. It has changed. That's he awesome. doesn't redirect the tram, does he? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, after hearing that message so much and it was the same one over and over. You can tell when it's different. It's been updated twice so far in the last. Way time. to stay on top of a mayor. Thanks. All right. Well, now it is time for the nine to five, which is brought to you by Premier Elevator. Being in the hospitality business for over 15 years, I sure have experienced the up and down. For sure, but you know there is a company that has literally managed the ups and downs in our industry for nearly 30 years? Yes, Premier Elevator, led by our good friend and longtime listener, John Gill, has provided his brand of personal account management to most of the elevators in town. You have probably seen him in the networking circles around town, but Premier Elevator provides personal customer service and monthly preventative maintenance visits that result in a reduction of monthly service costs. And it's true. I love when he posts about the elevators he services on the beach. Whether you go two floors or 40, when you're ready to take it to the next level, reach out to John Gill with Premier Elevator at john at premier-elevator.com or www.premier-elevator.com and find out how they've been lifting customer service to a new level since 1992. I'm just going to pause while you're doing this. Are they still called Premier? Premier Oracle Elevator. They yes, just got... they actually did change their name, but we recorded this ad before that. So <laughs> Cool. All right, guys. There's a lot of jobs, and I'm so Premier happy to Oracle tell you. Elevator. <laughs> so there's a lot of jobs. Yeah. I'm going to start here and maybe go quickly, but what I would suggest is like record me saying this or t- and go to sleep to it every night <laughs> just because i'm not going to type this out so you can look for it anyway so atp direct is looking for an events assistant they are um they handle customer service public relations branding and marketing and business development for brands so if you want to be an events assistant for brands there you go um ea 
Electronic Arts. They're looking for a senior manager of marketing and creative strategy. I'm going to comment here and say I realize this is not event specific, but I think that all of us are super creative and can definitely sell the title creative strategy. So you got this, especially if you like sports game stuff. We know you do. Yeah. Um, Holiday Inn Club Vacations is looking for an assistant manager of food and beverage. Cassiola Vacation Homes is looking for a guest relations manager. The residents in Orlando at Convention Center is looking for a general manager. Four Rivers is looking for a nonprofit director of development. Um, they just got a huge, like, $345,000 donation, so I think you'd be okay. Um, Simon Property Group, specifically Orlando Vineland Premium Outlets, is looking for an assistant operations director. Uh, B Hotels and Resort is looking for a housekeeping manager. Um, Malia Orlando Celebration is looking for a talented, high-energy reservations agent. Plan Access Solutions, another PR marketing firm, is looking for an event assistant. Andy Frayne Services is looking for concert and sport event staff. We'll touch on this a little bit later. Uh, the Institute for Internal Auditors, IIA, is looking for a virtual training manager. To work with Emily, right? Yeah, That's her I- IIA, yep. Uh, Booker Beppo is looking for a sales specialist. They're I'm also in. hiring a call center person. So if you just want to answer the phone, take all those food orders really all day. Maybe get a tomato tie if you're lucky. Yes. Um, Spring Hill Suites Lake Nona is looking for a sales manager. Hilton Garden in Orlando at SeaWorld is looking for for a food and beverage manager. SeaWorld Parks themselves are looking for an entertainment specialist. And Orange County Public Schools is actually hiring a hospitality teacher, uh, somebody for their hospitality academy at one of the high schools. It's an immediate opening. So if you're interested in What high school is that? High school students. I should and I don't. Do you have to be a teacher to do that? I think you just have to have like a clean background check. Oh, forget you, it. Because <laughs> uh, it's through no. OCPS. So I know you get fingerprinted when you work for them. Um, you get pension. Um, and get what? Pension. Oh, a pension. Education. Okay. Um, what else do I know Go about school jobs. districts? Yeah. Um, you would serve on an advisory board with me. Cause oh, Dave, you already have an advisory teachers. board position. Yeah. <laughs> and you're teaching high school advisory students specifically who want to know about the hospitality industry. So Fingerprints done. Can you also be the football coach? You, you they're job? not looking for that, David. Uh, <laughs> well, that could be a selling point. You know what? Maybe you could be assistant. I want to be like the up. O-line coach. You could be the He's water the guy. guy that shows up and he starts telling people what to do. They're like, who is this like, guy? They don't even pay me. I just come here and just <laughs> You can be the Story Bobby Boucher. There well you go. Well played. There. That was yeah, good. That was good. <laughs> see what you did. All right. Were there it's any other jobs? That's okay. That was Were a lot there of jobs. any other jobs? Jeez. I mean, there are, but those are the ones that I think are great that to was, highlight. That was a ridiculous amount. So if you're taking time off for the holidays, get your resume updated and apply for one of these jobs because yeah. there's a ton of them out there. People are ready for the industry to come back. So okay. last episode of 2020, it's happening. All right. Well, now it's time for the promo section, and that's brought to you by Point Orlando, and they have an exciting event that we'll let you know about right now. Hi guys, it's Dave Buckaloo and I'm here with my three kids to tell you about a fun event this week at Point Orlando. Say hi guys. Hi, I'm Austin. Hi everyone, my name is Harper. I'm Charlie. <laughs> Thanks guys. Well, I want to tell you about Sipping with Santa and Friends. Santa is here? He's my favorite. Yes, he will be at the pub at Point Orlando on Thursday, December 17th for one night only. Santa's coming. I know him. Yep, and he's bringing Mrs. Claus and a few others will be coming to crash the party too. Maybe his elf. That sounds fun. What should we bring? Glad you asked, Harper. This is also a toy drive for baby DJ. I love toys. 
You love toys? Haha, <laughs> you're so cute. So you can support both Baby DJ and the Pub Orlando by heading to Point Orlando this Thursday. They are giving out prizes. And here's a pro tip. The event runs from 6.30 to 8.30, but get there early and take advantage of the Pub's amazing happy hour. This sounds fun. Make sure to check out Sipping with Santa this week only. All right, so our first announcement, I guess, in our promo section is about our over-the-edge participant. Yes. So a few weeks back uh, with our episode with Omar from Give Kids World Village, we talked about Over the Edge, which was the um, charity fundraiser that we did last February. Coming back again, February 12, 2021, we were looking for a representative for Swag and Repeat to showcase for this charity event. Over the Edge is hosted at Hyatt Regency on International Drive, where you go over the edge of the hotel and you rappel all the way down. Now... I will say the number of applicants that we had was just incredible. It was overwhelming. It was. There was yeah. two. So <laughs> <laughs> there was three. Susan also volunteered. Oh, but I didn't volunteer until late. last night. So oh. yeah, she waited until we had somebody. Yeah, I, said, I see yeah, what oh, you yeah. did there. That was clever. <laughs> well, it's funny because we actually got both of them last night. We were talking to both of them last night, but we have selected David. Let's let Selena do it. Selena. Yay. Okay, so I'm so excited to tell you that we. Swag and Repeat will be supporting Teresa El Sayed. Yay! So she's going to jump off the Hyatt. She's going to so rappel exciting. down. Way to start 2021. Um, and with that being said, yes, we support Teresa. However, we support everybody who is volunteering to raise money for this um, nonprofit. So congratulations. But mostly Teresa. So <laughs> yeah. put all your money on <laughs> Teresa. She's like number one. She yes. gets like two of my dollars and then everybody else gets one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two to one. Yes. No, yes. We'll, definitely, we'll be putting up more information about that so you can find ways to donate. Yes. She's going to have to, I guess, officially sign up and then he'll have a page, right? Is that how yes. It's yeah. Yep. It's a repeller page. And it has like a profile for every, every repeller that's trying to raise money. And then there'll be a direct link that you can um, donate to. So. And you need $1,000. So if every one of our Instagram followers gave us $2. That's all. Two dollars. We're in. That's all we need. Yeah, I don't know a lot of those followers, so we might have it's to. It's okay. Okay, maybe our $2. Facebook. Group. Yeah, everybody in our Facebook group can put in, a, in two dollars. Yeah, That'll work. That'll work too. Okay, so next we have. Oh, that's old news. <laughs> oh, we do have a, a wedding actually. <laughs> Georgia and Jeremy got remarried. They got remarried. Yeah, I saw that. How cute were those photos? That was photos? adorable. Yeah, they were in like a classic car or something mm-hmm. like that. And where was it at? It was like a drive-through wedding. Yeah, I had never heard I'm, of it, yeah, but of course of she knows all of the the finds. She knows everything. Yeah. yeah no, they um recommitted to each other. They've been married for 24 years. So, that was one of the sweetest things I've seen all season. That was incredible to see them. Uh, I just love those two together. They're so fun. Yeah, that was fun. And we have a new job to tell you about. Yay. So, congratulations. <laughs> I just, I'm so excited for people. Um, this one <laughs> specifically because I was talking to her at the holiday party and she was just so excited and telling me all about it. And I was actually raving about her the day before. So, congratulations to Marissa Reagan, who starts her new job today with View Stub as the business development rep. I love those guys. They're so yeah. much fun. They are. They, they came out in full force at the uh, holiday party. I know they had like a, a squad. They did. Yeah. Gotta do things. It must right. be good things that are happening at that place. Absolutely, yeah. and they took their po- their photo, um, like much like we did by the swings. And Selena and I were looking at, it, we're like, you should make this your holiday card. Like this is a really good picture. And they're like, oh yeah, we could do that. I'm like, how did that not come across <laughs> your mind? Whenever, you're, like, were you supposed to put it on your fridge and like call it a day? It was a really good picture of their team. It's like our holiday card. We took our picture yesterday or last week, I guess. That'll be our holiday card next year. Yeah, because we did the holiday card for this year from last year's picture. Recycle, reuse. We go green around here. Getting a lot of use out of those photos. 
All right. Well, you know what time it is. What's up? It's time for Sports Ball, presented yes. by Printing USA. Hey, Joe, what's the name of your printer? I call him Bob Marley because he always be jamming. <laughs> well, forget that. You need tyranny with Printing USA. Printing USA is a family-owned and operated since 1982. What started out as a 1,500-square-foot building expanded to over 10,000 square feet. And you know what else? Their front lobby has a small printing museum, including an original 1849 Washington Press. Not a lot of people know this, but I'm a big fan of printing and history. Well, Printing USA specializes in offset and digital printing, signage, wearables, promotional items, and trade show and event needs. With a fast turnaround time, their reliability, great quality, productivity, and creative designs are available for delivery, pickup, or to ship around the globe. Tierney will be at the holiday party on December 10th, and you know what else? They make holiday cards. Where design and creativity come to life, contact them for any further questions or inquiries. Their office number is 407-857-7468, or reach out to Tierney directly at tierney at printingusa.org. Tierney is spelled T-I-E-R-N-E-Y. There's nothing more American than Printing USA. America. Susan, have you heard this segment before? <laughs> um, yes, I have. And I listen to the podcast when I run or walk. Uh-huh. And, you know, sometimes my breathing's labored. But when I'm laughing, yes. it's even more labored. And Selena, it oh, really bless. does. Okay. Well, the only rule is you can't help her. So <laughs> I was about to Google this. Okay. But it didn't. Crack the bat, Selena. What's our first topic? Okay, well, I'm so excited to tell you, in case you didn't know, because I just found out, uh, UCF is going to the Boca Bowl. Where's that being held? So I, I would hope that Boca means like Boca Raton, Florida, but I don't think it is because I don't have that business, so maybe I should. So what's happening here? That's why I was going to Google it. Is it, it in Boca? It is in Boca Raton. It's at you the guys. FAU campus. Why else would it be called that? Maybe there's like a Boca, Texas or something silly. Something <laughs> silly. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I think it's actually called like the Roof Claim dot com bowl oh okay i know that roofclaim.com book a return bowl or something sure like ask me what our stadium's called because i don't know so what the ucf stadium that's what i call it because the ucf stadium that's what you call it yeah <laughs> pound house is but but is that our sponsor that's just what no, we call it's, it internally. it's called that we don't have a sponsor I guess we gotta take something out there. (laughs) So, um, on that note, it's bowl game season. It's about to begin, and I know that because I'm working three of the bowls, and this is just the funniest thing. And what I, what how I work them is I provide furniture for all the football players at their specific hotels for the games. So I have um, the Cheez It Bowl, the VRBO Bowl, and the Orange Bowl. I think, yeah, Orange Bowl. Down it's to South Cheez It Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's a Cheeto name. Bowl. It's Cheez It. Oh, it's Cheez-It. the Chester Arthur. Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's Chester A. Arthur. That one. Cheez It um, Cheeto Bowl. <laughs> so I know that we. You know what? Now I'm confused. So, okay, this is getting good. So. You know, in designing furniture and like trying to match the furniture with the players' teams, teams aren't announced until like December 20th. So, how does UCF know they're going to? That's kind of new. It used to be like this, they would be announced by now, actually. So, but UCF how, oh, knows how does for UCF sure? know? Yeah, they because their announced. season's over, so they can commit. Other people's seasons. Others are aren't. There's still conference championships, there's still makeup games. We don't have any. This world, you guys. We don't even know who we're playing, though. At least we may not even have an opponent. You can just play by yourself. Yeah. Scrimmage game. Throw the ball. (laughs) David's going out there to coach him. (laughs) (laughs) This could be my coaching debut. This is it. (laughs) Do it. 
Um, so that's exciting because um, I know there's limited seats or availability for all these games, but if you're interested, there's a whole lot of football happening in Florida. Let's go to another sport. What do you what do you got for basketball? So UCF basketball destroyed by Michigan. Dang it, I was going to say they destroyed Michigan. No, they got it. Oh, she, like, it was very hopeful as she was reading so the script, and then she's like, oh, man. <laughs> you guys, that's yeah. sad. So. After beating Auburn, they go and play Michigan again. What, okay, here's my question. Did the game happen at UCF? No. Oh, never mind. Okay, so no, that's what happened. So UCF players were too cold in Michigan. <laughs> they were playing inside. They weren't playing in the winter. I could feel it. I'm wearing my hoodie inside. But, like, it's cold. She is so. wearing warm clothes inside. It's like 70 degrees. It, it's fine. So anyway, that's what I blame the weather. Okay. Always. Um, but on, in other Orlando news, the Orlando Magic tickets will be available soon. Joe covered this, that their first game is going to be um, the 23rd against the Miami Heat. Yeah, so it's going to be at home. Um, The Orlando Magic is one of eight teams that are going to be allowing uh, fans in-house. So very excited that we get to be at the forefront of that. Those tickets do go on sale December 23rd is the first game and limited capacity for the season. So if you're looking to get out there. Do you think people who were like diehard basketball fans last year but maybe couldn't go to games because of COVID, do you think now they're like, oh, it's okay, I'm not a fan anymore? I don't associate with people that are diehard basketball fans. It's a good sport. I think it's, it's kind of weird that like they still haven't had all the teams have seats available. Mm-hmm. We've been through football now. We've been through. Because that's what I'm wondering. It's like, why can't every if if only team. eight teams are allowing people to come in, then that's like 16 teams. So whoever that team plays, people could fly in yeah. to see their team. So play. people from Miami might fly in to see them play the Magic. Right. I mean that one. I would. Dri- I mean yeah. But would that happen? You, if you drive, know. you don't get to hear it's Buddy Dyer's tourism. voice. True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, well, we need to move on to awards. And she's Teresa. She's a popular woman. And I tell you what. So, not only is Teresa from main event going to rappel down the Hyatt Regency, she's also at the top of her game because she was just awarded the Sales Manager of the Year for main event. This is her decade. Like, she's just. She told me last night, and I could get the percentage wrong, but she was plus 40% over the prior year. For last year, so this is incredible for oh, her. Okay, okay. Not, not this year. <laughs> More than well. She's doing something weird this year. No, no, from the 2019 She's year. Something else. Yeah, no, I'm just so impressed. So, did you hear the story of how like she got like when she got the award? I think we all want to hear it. Okay, well, good. So she got the call that she needed to be at this award ceremony, and so she gets the she has the ticket, she gets the plane, she gets there. They secretly flew her husband out on a different flight Aww. to give her the award. Isn't that incredible? That's, That's really sweet. I like had chills when she was telling me like she had no idea. Um, apparently, he's not great at keeping secrets, but this time he did, and it, she was just in awe and shock, and made it even more special that he was the one that gave her the award. Yeah, she told me that she almost did like one of those location checks to see where he was. Oh no! For, I guess because she needed him to do something. Yeah, like, nothing that she was worried about, but. She almost did, but she didn't end up doing because then she would have found out that he was oh, also no. in Texas. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't share my location. I got surprises at my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that diamond ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are we at? So now on to In the Biz. So we have the our View Stub buddies. They're yes. doing a big shindig this week. Yeah. And they wanted us to announce it because it's open to anyone. 
Yeah, hospitality folk, you are all invited to Ember, right? Ember, downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. We're, We're going off of a, last night's conversations that we didn't yeah. write down. So <laughs> I put it in the calendar. And so she invited us to. Yeah. It's right, this so. Thursday at Ember. If you're in the industry and you want, you like View Stub, if you think they're cool people, you can come to their industry holiday party uh, from 6 to 9 at Ember. Awesome. I'll be there. And then Hawaiian Airlines. Mahalo, everyone. This Yay. is huge. You can go right to Hawaii from here. Direct. Direct, nonstop flight. It's probably 27 hours, but it's. I can't wait. I want to do it. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. You've been to Hawaii, David, I right? have been to Hawaii. You just, Alaska's the only Alaska's one, right? Alaska's the only one left. So I saw the, um, Emily Chirac posted. She's like, all right, I'm on my way. And <laughs> did you guys hear, when we talked about this maybe briefly, that Honolulu was also offering for you to have free flights if you do something for the community while you're there. Did you hear this? Wow. So I don't know how, um, like, the legality of that or, like, how legit it is, but um, I heard it on the radio. It was, like, some, one of the DJs was talking about it, and they basically said, like, and, and my question was, like, well, what do you got to do in the community? Like, and they were like, I don't know, just be nice to each other. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's probably more to it than that. But anyway, there's a nonstop free flight to Hawaii. Like, now I'm going to look it up. I'm going to figure it out. But I think I read the flights are, like, $600 or, like, very really? reasonable, very affordable. All right, so uh, um, we're gonna record season three from this. This starts <laughs> yes. in March. My birthday is in May. What's up? Maybe My birthday is also in there. May. If you want to do a twofer, you don't want us to go alone. Selena and I will go together. We will do good for the community. All right, more news. Visit Orlando has a record number for. I guess their fundraiser or magical dining. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. So this is the fifteenth <laughs> annual magical dining. Um, yeah, you can call it a fundraiser program. Is is what I was thinking. But uh, so traditionally. In the past five years, they've selected two charities to donate to because the donations have become quite, you know, large, large. monetarily. Yeah. So we this year they chose one, which was Feed the Need Florida. And I we were looking at the number and we're like, golly, that's a lot of money. But normally that goes to two. And everybody was saying, well, there was less people this year and they, you know, didn't know. But we extended it for an extra month. So it, it's it's comparable to what we normally would donate um, traditionally, those those charities get about one twenty five to one fifty one hundred fifty thousand um, dollars from Magical Dining Program. So this year, Feed the Need Florida got three hundred forty five, three hundred forty seven thousand um, dollars. Does that that means that three hundred forty seven hundred thousand meals, meals were served? Yeah, right? that's a lot, right? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yes, it is absolutely. So. In retrospect, so 2019 Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse donated just over fourteen thousand uh, dollars to the program. This year, I want to say it was either nineteen or twenty-one thousand. What I, in the? So in those, we went out. We needed food. That's yeah, well, that's the thing. Is everybody's the pandemic. like everyone. Well, and because we also did it to go, we did it. We had it for yeah. everyone yeah, to be able to different. do yeah, to go what their comfort level was, and so everyone was able. to... Do you to, think they'll do to go again next year? I think is that so. A I don't think that's going to go away. I think yeah. that will stay. Um, I mean, everyone benefits from it. The people that didn't have that comfort level to be in the restaurant still got to enjoy their favorite places. Mm-hmm. The restaurants benefit from it. The charity benefits from it, and. A lot of places were like, oh, did, what? Are, how do the restaurants feel about the extension? Because in years past, it's been difficult for restaurants in this area specifically to extend because you're backing up against a huge conference or you want to make sure that you have that space for, for you know, people that are traveling in. But this year, we didn't have any of that. And so having the ability to market to the community and have everyone still be involved for those 10, 11 weeks it ended up being was, was great on, for everyone, I think. That's all I have to say about that. You convinced me. I'm in. <laughs> you know what else was really to. good? Yeah, right? <laughs> was to-go cocktails or possibly staying. 
Yeah. Speaking of to go. Yeah. I didn't Great. see that. No. Yeah, this this yeah. is the hottest news in the Orlando Sentinel, I think, this morning. It said that to-go cocktails were such a success that the governor, I guess, or... There's a senator, a senator? who has a bill, I guess, in the Senate. I'm going to put this There's on a, a bill. senator who has a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> to uh, make this a permanent thing for the state of Florida. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, as long as you're on to an open container like New Orleans on the streets, I think it's fine. I mean, uh, if I if I am not very good at making a margarita, I would like to go somewhere that makes really good margaritas and get some to go. Especially now that they've perfected how to do to go. Because that was one thing, that was one struggle everyone had to overcome is, cool, we know how to make a cocktail in our bar, but how do we make it to go? Where does it end up on your floorboard? Well, and even like Del Fresco's, for example, I'm obsessed with the drink here. Mm -hmm, VIP. VIP, yeah. So they figured out how to put it in a mason jar for me and give me all the accoutrement that goes with it. Mm, Accoutrement. I just also I just chugged it out of the mason jar. Like they gave me instructions on what to do and how to ice it and chill it and like where to put the lemon peel thing. No, I just class, class, class. Didn't even make it home. Yeah. So you know they she lives really far. So that's a good point. Yeah, and I think the challenge too that they're working through is the Uber drivers and Mm -hmm. Uber Eats. You know, like managing. Well, you know (laughs) who's actually picking it up. So I think they are finding some decisions on that, which is kind of cool. I just think as long as they have a seal on it that's not broken when you get there, it should be fine. I I would say that that's one thing that at the beginning we didn't think of um, because like we we trust all of our guests and we hand it to them personally. But I would say for Uber Eats and things like that, it's a third party that's delivering and you're not giving it straight to the person. Having a seal, an unbroken seal is necessary for the safety. Definitely. All right. One last bit of news before we get to our Mm, guest. This is me. Yes. Oh, this is you. Okay. Yeah, I know this story. So, okay. um, again, with the membership committee meeting from Visit Orlando that I'm a part of, we were catching up with all the rest of the members for that. And our friends over at Disney have some exciting news starting next month. I can't wait to hear this. Well, you just hold on there. The suspense is killing you, I'm sure. Park hopping is returning January 1st. Yes. 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 So, Air horns for that. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> so, here's the, here's the deets. So... Park hopping is returning January 1st. You need a reservation at the first park that you go to. Okay. And you can go to a, another park after 2 p.m. So those are the logistics of it. You don't have to have the reservation at the second park. Uh, you don't that have to tell smart. you. Right? Like on their part. Wow. Right. Well, they can still monitor everything in the morning and make sure that they're at their capacity levels. And as long as the other park isn't at exceeding their capacity, then you can go to the other parks themselves. Has there been any talk about – or? We're not enhancing, but enlarging, I guess, that capacity. Yeah, increasing it. I know that they increased a couple months ago. Um, I haven't, they hadn't mentioned that, but I'm sure that if they're allowing, they're probably going to do this portion of it, this phase of letting park hopping happen again. And then I would think shortly after that they'll, they'll, they'll increase again. I'm not sure if it's the same, but I know Disney Weddings is increasing their capacity for weddings mm-hmm. in February. Okay. So maybe. So we'll see. Maybe they do 30 correlate. days of this and see how it is. Um, other news with Universal, because we are in Equal Opportunity Podcast. <laughs> um, they've had a couple buyouts. From companies, what? they sold a couple buyouts. buyouts. I don't. They didn't tell like me the company. Night? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't tell me the company that it was, but they've had they had two buyouts in December. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I'll say is events are happening. Yeah, whether um, we know it or not, they're secret <laughs> events. But I have a job. They're for not a very reason. well publicized. Because exactly. You can't. Well, and that's why. <laughs> so you can't publicize it because you're going to get backlash or whatever about one. You're spending money to, during a pandemic. Two, you're making people get together during a pandemic. Like there's things like that. But I'm telling you, they're happening. They're happening safely. They're just not all being advertised. If I'm forced to get together with people, let me do it at Universal. You know what I'm saying? Like, open air, plenty of space. 
all the rides, all the fun. I think it's fantastic for Universal and showing that they are moving forward. And it's not, I think we're all getting back there, but that's just even more proof in the pudding that they had two weekends bought out. So that's incredible. I'm really happy to hear that. Okay, now it's time for our guest. Oh, yay. And Joe, I know you have a lot of questions prepared and ready. So. Right, because we've never met in person until today. <laughs> that's, that's the best part about having guests is that you it really you is. meet them and we mm-hmm. get to know them. So I guess we'll start. All right. Are you ready? Let's start. Yeah. She was really nervous. She's like, today. did we not start like 30 minutes ago? Yes. I feel like we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> I've enjoyed watching you all speak. Thank you. <laughs> You're the only one. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Selena has the first question. Go ahead. Okay, I've, I have a lot of questions. So well, the first one first. Okay, the first question is, tell us about the road that led you to your current job. Oh, Selena, you start with the hardest one. That's the easy one. Okay. <laughs> well, you had a great path. You, we, you talked about it in the pre-show, and you did some interesting things. So let the listeners know. Well, I'm here, obviously, representing UCF Rosen College as the alumni engagement officer. While I am not a UCF graduate, I am an FSU graduate, and I am a very proud supporter of all Florida universities, but my heart really has grown into being a UCF person. And well, you got black um, and gold on right And now. I do have on black yeah. and gold. Yes, I She's do. She's got her UCF mask. She's got her tumbler. Yes, I have you it really, all. Yeah, wow. She's branded. Oh, okay. I, do. I mean, I wore the shirt. Yeah. You yeah. slept in that. Don't I even. Golly. Yeah, <laughs> Looking very sporty. Yeah. But my journey to UCF um, took a couple different paths. I started off in banking. I went into consumer packaged goods, sales, and retail management with both uh, M&M Mars and Pepsi-Cola, both amazing companies. Nice. You're talking about Cheetos. I, we love I some know. good snacks. I mean, when you said M- M&M's, I was sold. M&M's. Peanut yeah. M&M's. I'm in. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I took a little break to raise my three amazing kids who are now in college. I owned my own business. Um, my husband and I had a birth announcements um, business, which was online back in the late 90s, early 2000s, before- like dial- of time. Um, it almost was. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit past. Do you know what that, that is, Lena? <laughs> is that what? Is it, a, is it a swing or is it? <laughs> Every time I try to go on AOL with my little CD-ROM thing, the collectible CD-ROM, 160 yeah. hours free. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I would steal them from other people's mail. <laughs> Selena, I need more hours. It was I thought you only stole things from Claire's. So, uh, so an online business for birth announcements. Yes. So back before, you probably don't remember before tiny prints or before you get an announcement or you got cards that had photos on them. We had a birth announcements business that welcomed um, your new arrival with a custom design photo. So, nice. And it was called Guess What? Aw. Love so, that. Yeah. What was it called? Guess What? Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, the dead Who's jokes. on first? Yeah. <laughs> that was for a little bit, and then um, I re-entered the workforce. Um, I worked for Track Shack Events, one of our favorite local running we stores. We do like Track Shack. Yes, or I do. Yes, we do. Selena and I are like, we don't do that, yeah. but <laughs> but you probably like the partnership with Run Disney that they have, mm-hmm. and all of the event management piece of it. Yeah. So I did that, and then I had a little stint with Habitat for Humanity here in Greater Orlando and Osceola County, and then I went in to work for UCF Foundation, and um, I was blessed with having a getting the position, supporting Rosen College, which kind of is perfect for me because I kind of, I won't say grew up in hospitality, but I put myself through college in the uh, restaurant business. So I have a true love for it, and I really do value um, all that hospitality 
hospitality stands for. So I really love it. And it's been an amazing adventure for almost two years now. And um, I've met amazing people. Almost uh, alumni, Joe. Yes, I'm an honorary <laughs> alumni for the day. Yes. No big deal. Yes, and my amazing board members, Dave and Selena. So they're just a uh, you know tip of the iceberg of the great people I get to work with. So we have many listeners that are Rosen alumni, as we found so out. So many. I didn't realize yeah. there was that many. Well, mm-hmm. I guess I knew that like you guys are a whole. There's a cult, lot of y'all, but yeah. <laughs> but whenever we posted that you were going to be our guest, everyone started chiming in with the yes. years that they graduated. And I thought that was so awesome. Yes. Little tidbit of information, probably. A little over 11,000. Wow. Rosen, Rosen College alumni. Specific. Jeez, okay. All right. Well, can you tell us a little bit about how the alumni can get involved and stay involved and maybe what your role is in that? Sure. Yeah. Well, my role um, really starts when they're students at Rosen College. Um, we try to make sure that um, as they're um, evolving in their education, that they know that we have an alumni association, that we have opportunities with industry partners, and that we have amazing opportunity to um, connect with alumni while they are still students. So upon graduation, we always want them to be um, part of Rosen. Um, so we connect them early with you know, social media groups, with partnering in the mentorship alumni program. We always want them connected with faculty. So um, as you hear me speak or describe things, um, I kind of describe my role as the great connector. Mm-hmm. Selena may be the fairy job mother. I think I'm the fairy connector mother. There you go. <laughs> you know, I I don't do a whole bunch of stuff as you know my absolute priority, but um, my role is to connect in different capacities and to make sure that our students know they have a home when they're alumni and that our alumni always stay connected. And if I wasn't nervous speaking, she's taking pictures of me. <laughs> I think she's taking a video. Yeah. This, is, this is a Facebook Live right now. <laughs> so the engagement opportunities, you know, from mentorship, speaking in the classroom, being part of webinars, all of that for alumni is key to what I do. And then um, the overarching role that I have is in philanthropy. And I am a fundraiser for UCF and for Rosen College. So let's talk about some of the new things and programs that uh, you've added to UCF. So I believe you're the one who created the Dean's Advisory Board, of which myself and Kristen Wilson, who was a past guest, and Emily Smith, Correct. who's been a past guest, are on. Correct. Can you yes. talk, talk about that and maybe some of the other things you've brought to UCF? Sure. Thank you. We have always had a very robust um, alumni chapter board, and it's made up of anywhere between 15 to 25 uh, Rosen alumni who are the backbone of the Alumni Association. They are the event planners, they are the networkers, they are the the cheerleaders of the college. And what we have found as they have progressed in their careers and they have evolved um, professionally in the community, that they are possibly ready for a higher level of engagement with the college. They they play a bigger role in the commitment to the college and they can have a bigger influence on student success. And so what we've done is to invite folks like yourself to see, you know, if you're ready to, um, you know, kind of commit a little bit more, both personally, professionally, and financially. And what we have found is that it was a resounding yes from... Just take my money. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I sign up for that? (laughs) It's your time, your talent, and your treasure. (laughs) But um, but that's what we have found. And it has just been really, truly amazing. Um, We have found um, connectivity to the students, to our faculty, but really really a professional development for the board members themselves and a networking opportunity for the fantastic networking opportunity because 
on that board, I think I only knew one person before Kristen. That was it. No, now Emily, because she's since joined. So yeah, right. great opportunity to meet alumni that are more of when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the '05 time frame. Mm-hmm. Versus, I feel like a lot of the board is is more of the younger, more recent alumni. So right. that was a great opportunity. So another question I have is, if you are an alumni of the Rosen College and you've kind of you know, drifted away from UCF, maybe you've moved away or whatnot, but still want to get involved or stay involved or stay in the know, how can they do that? Susan.Boucher at UCF.edu. Yep. That's what I say. I just refer everyone to Susan Mm -hmm. and or Emily and you're welcome. Here's people. Yeah, it is. But besides emailing you, like what what can you do? Is there events we can go to? Is there a newsletter we want to be on? Yeah, I think um, the easiest thing is to connect with me, and then I can kind of help you through the system. There is a contact update on the UCF website to make sure that your address, phone number, um, all of your contact information is correct, and that you're receiving your Pegasus alumni magazine. So if you're not receiving that magazine, that's Probably that's, it's, that's probably a telltale sign that we don't have your current information. Um, we have a Rosen College Alumni Chapter Facebook group and a LinkedIn group. We have a Rosen College Instagram account. UCF Alumni has um, different groups that you can join. But um, it really d- does just kind of start with a phone call or an email or checking out the Facebook page. Gotcha. Any uh, big events or anything, big news you have coming up for 21? Well, hmm, big news. Um, As we all know, um, most of what we're doing is virtual. Over the summer, we created a Rosen Research Recovery and Reskill webinar series. And we were very successful in the summer with eight different um, webinars. We rolled it into the fall with um, seven webinars. And as you guys know... um, Zoom webinars online, it kind of kind of blurs your brain a little bit. But we had some really amazing presenters that were faculty members, um, Rosen leadership, industry professionals, Dean's alumni board members. Um, we had some panelists. We even had some. Um, we had a series that included um, top researchers from across the country that talked to us about um, working and living in isolation, um, just a plethora of topics. So we plan to continue that series in the spring. Um, The intent is that we can design it in a hybrid type of fashion with limited um, capacity, that's my hope, and for joining possibly in person. Um, We want to continue to interest alumni and um, industry partners and just people working in the industry and possibly furthering their um, education objectives, um, work, you know, learning more about our certificate programming, um, just kind of staying connected because in the hospitality industry, we are a people industry. Mm-hmm. We like to be with each other. We like to talk to each other. And anything that we can do to bridge that gap and keep you connected, that's what we want to do. All right. On that same note, so what if somebody is not an alumni, but they're in this industry, they support Rosen, they support Orlando, they've been here for, I don't know, years, and they just want to give back, are they still able to? sales manager, maybe for a steakhouse. You know, maybe like, and to my right. (laughs) Um, Are they able to somehow participate and give back to the students right now that are learning through a pandemic? Oh, absolutely. And that's she's like, yes, give me your checkbook. That's right. <laughs> you have to pay more, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, we know that this industry is made up of 
individuals from across the world of, you know, Rosen College alone, our faculty is made up from, I think, 18 different countries. Wow. I mean, it's a very diverse group and not everyone is an alumni mm-hmm. of UCF. And the perspective that non-UCF people bring to our college is just as valuable as those that are UCF alumni. So um, time and talent and treasure is welcome by everyone. And the same round. Now, you may not be able to be a member of the alumni group in Facebook, but you can certainly um, be in the Rosen College page. <laughs> so I've always wondered this, and maybe you can tell me, like, how do you find alumni that are maybe like hard to find or that's less? Selena. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, but I mean, Selena. You've seen her try to Google somebody. Like, it doesn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, I mean, it must be some challenges to find some that are just kind of gone off the grid or even left the industry or, or whatnot. So well, I think them. the silver lining of my position so far has been there's so much low hanging fruit of amazing people that are in the pipeline right now uh-huh. that, and I say pipeline and I don't mean just, you know, financially or for philanthropy purposes, mm-hmm. I mean just for engagement. And it's really great when Selena or Dave, you say, oh, what about Joe? Or how about this person? Or And it really is uh, connecting people together. And that's the easiest way to reach out to folks or if, you know, a professor or faculty member has a project and they reach out and they say, hey, Susan, do you know anyone in the cruise industry that can help me um, talking about planning for, you know, this particular event. And I'll say, oh, well, I don't know. Hey, Ashley, I know you used to work in the cruise industry. Can you tell me such and such? So it's really just connecting those people. And I know you guys get asked things all the time. And 99.9% of the time, your answer is yes. And that's the amazing part of our alumni and our um, industry as a whole is it's very helpful. It's very thoughtful. And people are always willing to help each other. So it's a Hard thing to say. I have 11,000 alumni. How many do I personally know? Probably not that many, but mm-hmm. we usually can connect where we need to. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay. <laughs> you survived. <laughs> you Unless there's anything else that you want to share with yes. us, you did a really good job. Yeah. No, you didn't look nervous at all. I mean, maybe myself. I'm more nervous. Yeah. He's always nervous. <laughs> all right. Well, we are. Actually, this is it. Like, this is it for the year. We don't so. have it on the horizon because you guys are going to forget about this yeah. until January. You so. go and enjoy your Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any holiday that you want, New Year's, and come back and joining us on January. Season three. January 8th, right? No, That's January when we record. 11th. Yeah, the 11th. Wow. So That's like 30 days to 2020. This enjoy the last few weeks that are left. Um, you can connect with us, obviously, on our Instagram because that's where we'll be. So make sure you're following. And we wish you all a happy new year. And you made it through 2020. Season Yay. two to a close. Well, there's still Woo-hoo. that season finale thing of 2020 thing. What's that? Where like something really bad happens. No, no, Why no. do you say no, things no. like that? <laughs> it's been going on all year. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that March that was the finale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, well, have a great, a great holiday year. time. And we will see you in 2021 for season three. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.